Welcome back to the program. I'm Rabina Ahmed Huck, and this is On Point. Well, this is a pretty dire headline. On the brink of a global recession, hopes dim for a soft landing for Canada's economy. That's the latest that we're reading uh, of what economists are saying about Canada's economy. We were hearing even months ago that a soft landing was pretty much off the table. Soft landing is when the Bank of Canada says we can raise interest rates aggressively and we can't, we won't crash the economy, for lack of a better way of putting it. Uh, we won't go into recession, which is pretty much impossible. Uh, there has been really no historic um, time that that has happened. There's no example of that in history where that has happened. And uh, we are now faced with uh, the question of when the recession will happen, how deep is it going to be, and where is it going to affect Canadians the most? And how can we prepare? Because if we are heading towards an economic slowdown, how can we best prepare for that when it comes to our personal finances and our own financial health? We are joined now by Claire Fan. She's an economist with the Royal Bank of Canada. Claire, welcome to the program. To be here. Claire, your reaction, you know, to the fact that economists like yourself and others are saying that um, that you know a recession is all but likely uh, now going to be happening in early 2023. Um, yeah, so you know that is really what we think at this point um, will be sort of the most likely outcome for the Canadian economy, just given you know current situation that we're looking at with elevated and incredible incredibly broad based inflation pressures um, that are still ongoing i mean we saw some easing um, saw some good signs in the august data that was latest um, available at this point but there's still a lot to be done given where core inflation which is inflation excluding the more volatile components including food and gasoline given where core inflation is still at currently, which is well above the central bank's one to three um, percent target. You know, I think we're all thinking along the same line. It really does take a bigger pullback in consumer demand, which has been feeling sort of um, uh, the, or which has been the main driver for the inflation trends that we're seeing over the pandemic or the past two years. It really takes a bigger pullback in that uh, for inflation pressures to start to ease more persistently into 2023. And that's exactly what the central banks, uh, with the rate hikes, what they're trying to do and uh, are, are doing currently on, on a global uh, sort of a collective effort. There is a disconnect between what's happening a little bit, at least in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, Canada's inflation is not uh, as hot as the U.S. And there is some concern now that the U.S. Uh, the, the U.S. Federal Reserve will have to continue to aggressively raise, raise rates and Canada won't, central bank, uh, rather the Bank of Canada will not stay in lockstep with that. And that's going to weaken our Canadian dollar. How is that going to play into the picture of of when, if we are in a recession, a weak Canadian dollar, um, uh, how does that impact um, our economy here? Um, you know, a weakening Canadian dollar itself is probably, um, well, my, my first reaction to your question is probably not going to happen because from a trade perspective um, in 2021, 75% of all Canadian export went to the US and a lot mm. of that was manufacturing related. So if anything, a weakening Canadian dollar is going to, you know, um, 
make um, exporting a, a bit cheaper for a lot of the U.S. importers. So from that perspective, you know, we don't see a direct impact on the trace perspective, but it's more so the, the, the spillovers from, um, from a slowing U.S. economy that's going to potentially have a lot more impact on Canada versus the other way around. Um, um, so that's kind of what uh, we're expecting. But you're, you're certainly right that, you know, so far out of the pandemic, Canada and the U.S. have been sort of on a really similar parallel path of uh, recovering. And that's true in terms of um, rising inflation, in terms of surging demand, in terms of labor shortage issues that we're seeing, and in terms of current central bank actions. So they've been largely, uh, the, the U.S. Fed and um, the Bank of Canada have been in lockstep in terms of uh, their rate hikes, at, at least up until this point. But um, there could be it could be a, a divergence, um, you know, uh, for for the for inflation pressures. Obviously, we're just getting um, August data at, at this point, which started to show a little bit of divergence. But also, you know, from other perspective, the Canadian economy overall, household debt to income is a lot higher um, than the U.S. So. Um, I think it was OECD estimate that Canadian household income was around, um, or debt to income ratio was around 180% comparing to just over 100% in the US. And what that means is a higher sensitivity to the same basis point worth of rate increases. So, and potentially a quicker pass through. Um, so, you know, it's, it's probably going to have a bigger impact. And that's why, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, pricing in, in in terms of a divergence or a gap in the terminal rates between Canada and the U.S. What um, industries do you uh, expect to be most impacted by all those things that you've just been talking about? Uh, if the U.S. Uh, does go into a deep recession, they'll stop buying as many goods and services from Canada that, like you said, would have the, a bigger hit than a weaker Canadian dollar. In fact, a weaker Canadian dollar often makes Canadian products more attractive because they're a little bit on discount. Uh, but w what sectors do you um, do you forecast will be hardest hit if uh, if we if we go into a recession at the end of this year in the beginning of 2023? Um, so historically, in past recessions, that was not the pandemic. Um, it's usually the goods producing sectors um, and uh, more specifically the manufacturing sector that's faced the the more severe um, damage in in terms of employment losses. Um, so um, I think it was on average, you know, manufacturing sectors within past recessions over the past um, two to three decades have seen loss in employment that are three times or four times as high as uh, employment losses in some of these services sectors. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of, uh, we're, we're actually doing some research on this right now, but um, the, the services sector that was um, you know, pretty badly bruised, let's say, over, over the pandemic, almost by design to curb um, the spread of the uh, virus, uh, could turn out to be a source of resilience, we do think, um, over 2023. It's just, um, you know, it, it, I don't want to go into too much uh, the technical details here, but, uh, you know, households in general saved a lot over the course of the pandemic. And a lot of that savings were held among households that are earning higher incomes, so these households, the spending from these households typically are less impacted by rising interest rates and um, inflation to begin with. 
And they also tend to spend a bit more on these um, discretionary services, you know, things like travel, um, dining out. So um, overall, you know, that's sort of what we're seeing in manufacturing, especially, um, I think, broader consumer spending trends as well in terms of what we're seeing. Uh, we've been anticipating sort of a switch from spending on goods that has been so strong over the past few years to more spending on services. And that's largely been the case over the summer. Um, good mm-hmm. spending has been sort of um, uh, uh, dialing lower. Um, and at the mm-hmm. same time, spending on services has been rising more significantly. And that's pushed a lot of the services inflation up instead so that's sort of the same dynamic that we're seeing, but for goods over the initial part of the pandemic where demand, just heightened demand has pushed up um, inflation. Now we're seeing for, um, we're seeing that for um, airfares, we're seeing that for hotel prices. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, moving into 2023, um, how long does it take for that pent up demand to run its course? Um, and, uh, you know, what, what consumer deemed to be discretionary and non-discretionary? Um, and uh, how different households would behave in terms of curbing their, we're adjusting um, their spending or expenditure um, profile is, is going mm-hmm. to be key questions to your, or key points to, to think about when answering a question as to which industries gets, uh, gets uh, more Most hammered. affected. Yeah. Claire, thank you so much uh, for joining us today on the program and breaking down what to expect from Canada's economy over the next uh, six to 18 months. I really appreciate your time. Oh, it's always great to talk about that and talk about uh, these kind of stuff. Okay, thanks. That's Claire Fan. She's an economist with the Royal Bank of Canada. I'm Rubina Ahmed-Hawk, and this is On Point.